0: Welcome to Word Processing, a resource of Oak Ridge Bible Chapel. Listen in as we discuss issues of God, His Word, and His people.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to Word Processing. My name is Josiah and I'm one of the pastors at Oak Ridge Bible Chapel in Oakville, Ontario, Canada. You know, the New Testament is clear that one of the tasks of each and every member of each and every local church is to encourage other believers in their Christian lives. 1 Thessalonians 5 says encourage one another and build one another up. Hebrews 10 commands us to consider how to stir one another up to love and good works. Colossians 3 tells believers to teach and admonish one another in all wisdom. God has given you and I the gift of the body of Christ that we can be taught by lifted up by, helped by, and shaped by one another for his glory. As a church grows in size, however, it becomes harder to know and be encouraged by every other member, some you may not even get to meet. So once in a while, we want to use this podcast to remedy that issue, if only just a little bit, by asking members of our church family 10 questions about their personal walk with Christ. Our prayer is that we can, in a sense, shrink the church just a little bit and use this medium to encourage one another from afar.
2: Well, today we welcome to the podcast Alice Popovich, and Alice is our office administrator, but Alice, I'm going to let you talk a little bit more. What circles of influence does God currently have you serving him?
0: Well, yes, like you said, I'm the secretary of Oak Ridge Bible Chapel, so I work here, and you and I are co-workers. Yes, we are. And uh, I'm... Currently, I'm involved in the Women's Tuesday Evening Bible Study. The team has been involved for about eight years now, and the study has been 10 years. And we are very, very blessed to be able to do that. And another area that I'm involved with is the Mission Committee. And we just had our mission dinner. Many people might still remember that. And uh that was such a uh fun night and uh worthwhile of our energy to put in it to uh to put focus on our church supports uh missionaries. Another area is I just start helping out with the ozone and yeah, our uh, kids program. Yeah. Yes, and that is uh I'm hoping it'll be a blessings for the children. <laughs> I told them that I'm going to learn from them because I think that's the the way to go. We learn from each other. Another area that people might know about is I do most of the decorating of the church. So and it's always very delightful for me. And and obviously Christmas coming, and I'm going to not tell you how I'm going to what color, <laughs> what's the theme for our big Christmas trees in the foyer. But I hope that everybody else gonna like that. Another area that I'm involved with as well, I'm just going to uh, do from now on the showers under the women's ministry. In the past that in Oak Ridge, particularly, we, we love to celebrate mm-hmm. when we have the chance to, whether it's baby, whether it is a wedding and all that just brings so much joy to the congregation. Anyone that's involved. So I will throw it out there. If you want to get involved, want to help, please let us know. The team here, Josiah, Andrew and I would be so happy to talk to you about whatever time you have available just let us know we'll be happy so happy to talk with you so that is just a few things
2: wow i'm so glad that you had the opportunity to share that alice <laughs> because i know as someone who works with you a lot of the stuff that you do and there is so much that you do here that no one has any clue about behind the scenes and and then on top of that you're a wife you're a mother and Going to be a grandmother in the near future, I hear, which is really exciting. Yay.
0: It's yes, exciting times yes, for yes.
2: Alice. But yeah, Alice, you do so much around the church, and we are so grateful to have you here. Thank you. Moving along, I want to ask you a bit of a harder question. I know I found this hard when I did the interview. What has been your greatest challenge in your spiritual journey up to this point?
0: I think it's always been doubt. Hmm. Doubting is, I think, throughout the years, always creeped in into my life. Even from when I was saved when I was 15, 14, 15. I know very little then, but life is so busy. We all know that. And we all have troubles and we all know that uh, we can't avoid that. And when troubles come, that is the part that I, I'm working on. I'm really working on it. it, is to stay focused, uh, stay anchored in my faith mm. so that I can be not overwhelmed doubting means like that part of me is very insecure. Hmm. Yeah, we will get to it regarding relationships, materials, of course, of our lives. Is it going to be enough? Yeah. So I've learned a lot throughout the years. And uh, God is teaching me. And I'm so thankful, very thankful, the lessons I'm learning, even through this pandemic, right? Yeah. We yeah. all learn lessons and how we going to take these to be a positive part of our lives and, and and moving forward, I mean, I will probably struggle that for the rest of my life
2: you 're not alone there for sure, and I think you said something very wise there Alice, which is that so often our doubt isn't anything to do with god, it 's to do with our own insecurities and the things that we aren't confident in or the things we're afraid of, and I think it's very wise as you say to to anchor yourself to your faith and I'm wondering, this kind of flows into the next question. Do you have a key verse or book of the Bible which you often return to or something that's meant a lot to you over the years?
0: Yeah, I, when I received this uh, list of questions, I was a bit laughing about over it because <laughs> many of them are so like interrelated uh, to me. Sure. For instance, I have so many verses from the Bible that I my favorite and, and it helps me a lot throughout the years.
2: Well, I know even in your office, I often go in and I see verses written down and posted around different spots it's so great.
0: Yeah, this is the principal verse for me to carry myself throughout the years is from Matthew 22:37, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. That is my principal verse mm. that carry me and I have to always just center myself with that. But most recently because of the pandemic again and the troubles of the world and I'm a broken person. So I the verse come to me that God showed me, really, is from John. No, nope, that is actually also still from Matthew 11. Come to me, all you who are weary, mm. I will give you rest. And that really anchored me and, and really not just makes me feel better or something. It, it just makes me more content knowing that Jesus is in the center and I can always count on him. And he is willing to take our burden if we're going to let him but my most most favorite verse that i go to (laughs) as often not just for me for all the people around me i think it is matthew 6 uh, from 25 to really 34. it's a long few verses so i'm just going to pick and choose from it if it's okay sure so verse 25 says therefore i tell you do not worry about your life what you will eat or drink Or about your body, what you will wear, is not life more important than food, and the body more important than clothes? Look at the birds of the air; they do not sow or reap, or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Mm. Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to his life? Dot dot dot. Let's go to verse thirty-four. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. This verse, verses, really guide me. And I think that really relate to the previous questions we just talked about. We're always going to have troubles. And just really clearly understand what the scripture is telling us. I have to go back there. I'm one that needs to be reminded over and over and over again how God provides for me. And look around, look around. No matter how difficult the situation is, I will have to be thankful living here in Oakville, going to Oak Ridge Bible Chapel, and obviously in Canada. We live in a beautiful country, very, very different where I came from. So, yes, this really anchored me.
2: Mm. Well, you can see how all of those verses connect and connect to what you were sharing before as well. And I appreciate the thought there, Alice, for sure. And you must love that we're going through the book of Matthew on, uh, on Sunday mornings as well. No coincidence yeah, there.
0: yes, <laughs> that's right.
2: Well, after the Bible, I was wondering, are there any books, two or three books maybe, or even just one book that's been particularly impactful for you, something that's been
0: shaping or transformative in your life? Actually, it's funny sitting here in Josiah's room, surrounded with lots and lots There's of books. There's so many books in this room, yeah. yes. <laughs> ironically I'm not a reader okay I was never been a reader I would say last 10 years probably read more than any time of my life Wow! so I really can't necessarily say oh this book that book and the... it is my goal to read more books maybe in the future I can tell you you know there is one book two books that really really impact me that really I want to go back to read it again and sure. again I'm not one person like to watch a movie over again. Okay. I'm not one person to read a book over again, to tell you honestly. Yeah. I might just actually switch it a little bit. I would tell you what kind of topics of books I like Yeah, these days. I like to actually read on books about science.
2: Oh, yes.
0: About, about not medical books or anything, <laughs> but how body works. I like to learn somehow fascinate me to learn about mental health, mm-hmm. how physically our different part of our body work together, and that are something that I'm attracted to these days. I don't know why. I I think maybe just fascinate me thinking about from what it talks about in the scripture and then apply it to our body. Mm-hmm. What an amazing God we have, who is the creator of the universe and each one of us. So I think that part of it relates to the scripture that we all are different parts of our body. Yeah. And even your pinky finger, if it's for some reason injured it, and you notice, and how sometimes hard for you to do certain work, uh, chores or something, and let alone, you know, there's so many other parts of the body. And when it work, it's, it's such a harmony. So we have to look at each other too as a church family. We have to look at each other in a way that we want to be united in doing things together, but not critical of how the performances are like. Like I always go to God is looking in our hearts and not from the appearances. Yeah. And not really stress on the work it is the willingness.
2: I mean, that's a good, a great lesson, Alice. And I know many people, you know, as you talk about, studying the body or things that god has made it even this morning i think you and i were chatting apart from this of how much creation and and nature and the things that god has made help us appreciate so much more who he is when we when we read about being made in the image of god and we see the intricacies of the human body uh it's it's so incredible and things we can take for granted so it's it's no surprise to me that you enjoy that right now yes i agree well alice at this point in your life what's one of the biggest lessons that you think god has taught you
0: uh, yes, I, uh, I must say it is come from the verse from Second Corinthians chapter 12, verse nine. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. Hmm. For my power is made perfect in weakness. Then again, see this tie into what we just talked about. My biggest lesson, it is the part that I, I need to count on him and Jesus is enough for me. Throughout all the challenges in the past, people know that I had cancer a few years ago and in a very, very difficult situation, difficult time of my life. I wasn't able to tell many people at all. That was prior to Allison's wedding. So that was really, really testing for me to how much I really lean on God for what he's enough for me because I was looking for Many, many ways. People to share the load and all. And God just keeps saying, Alice, I'm enough for you. Mm. Just focus on Jesus one day at a time. I am enough. That really is such a valuable lesson. Don't get me wrong. Cancer is not a good thing at all. I don't, will not wish that upon anyone. Of course. But throughout that, actually, I find it. It is one of the greatest lessons I'm learning. Through that, I am, because of His grace, I'm stronger. Mm -hmm. Yes, and this experience, I'm praying in the future that I'll be able to comfort other people because He gave me such comfort. And, you know, I'm still in awe at times when I think about it, look back in it, and praise Him. Mm
2: Mm-hmm. Well, and that's right out of 2 Corinthians as well, right? That God comforts us so that we can comfort others. I love that.
0: Yes, we share. We share in his sufferings, and we also, our comforts abound Mm -hmm. because of, of course, who he is for us.
2: Well, maybe on a related note or maybe a different note, Alice, what is one thing that you wish other believers would know or believe or embrace? Something that you've learned maybe?
0: this um it's not big thing actually. Sure. To me, lately I really learned that I can talk to God about any little thing. Mm. And I think sometimes people just think that they have to they can only go to God when there's something big happen. Whether it was like obviously maybe a a big event coming sure. up that you you pray about Or illnesses that really, uh, big troubles or whatever. To me, actually, just ask questions when you don't understand, which I often don't understand. (laughs) Uh, And times I cry. Sure. I lament. Maybe even in, in a way complain. And I just feel the burden is so heavy. I just have to be honest with God how I feel. Sometimes I, I got, you know, comforted quickly, but sometimes as if it just keep going on and on and on. So I'm one, you probably know, don't dwell in this negative thoughts at all. Sure. To me, my my thing is to go to him and, and just tell him, hey, he already know. Mm-hmm. But I think he loved to hear from us. So with talking with him talking with others actually like you josiah and other people at church really helped me to deal with it what are big things but the little things whether i was just even driving on the highway to go to visit my dad in scarborough i pray mm-hmm. because if you notice these days driving on the highway 401 is not it's scary <laughs> to me people yeah. <laughs> and i've learned you know i can pray about anything about myself. I pray for the motorists around me. Sure. I said, to, you know, God, you're so big, you're so capable, you will deliver me and will help all the other people that are driving just around me <laughs> to be safe, to get to where we want to go. So that's how I am these days. I just think, you know, talk to him every day, anytime. And it just give you not not just comfort, but sometimes I find our oh God. I don't know. Sometimes people don't portray Him that way. I think our God has a great sense of humor. Sure. Even the little things, little happening in your life. I, I mean, he, he just read the Bible of many many places. You you were just like, wow, you know, it's awesome, and He has such a sense of humor with putting places with people and all that. It it just amazes me. So yes. Share with people, mainly share with God how you, what Mm -hmm. you're doing, how you feel, anytime.
2: That's such an important lesson, Alice. Well, on the flip side, what is maybe a a disappointment, maybe a disappointment that you've been forced to endure? I know you talked briefly about your cancer, but I'm wondering what is a big disappointment that's been in your life that you've had to endure?
0: I think one thing particularly I might just want to talk about it is relationships. I might be one of those people being an immigrant here that I always think that, you know, I need to please other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll do anything so that people will like me. So I find that it's challenging at times. People think that I am come from a different world. We obviously, uh, you know, right now we in this world of talk about, you know, racism. Yeah, I, I, that's one part of it. I'm still dealing with it. Not as much compared to when I first arrived here even come to this church that people look at you differently there's certain definitely prejudice in this maybe they don't necessarily know even they are doing what they were doing yeah and, and i always wanted to be accepted right mm-hmm. so i think that is one part that again i probably have to work you know the the rest of my life i need to really focus on not pleasing people i'm living my life to please god so yes that's uh that's one part of it I don't know whether this is called a disappointment. Again, it might be a challenge in my head. I think God created us in our head. We always want a perfect world, mm-hmm. perfect relationship with people. So in my head, is I'm always thinking, well, obviously it's not perfect. Yeah. So it bothers me. <laughs> I don't know if that's a really good answer for your question, <laughs> by the way.
2: I think it works. Yeah, I think so often we can build up ideas in our head of things that God hasn't necessarily promised to us health or wealth or prosperity or all these different things and and we can build up an idea in our head of what we want and it's not bad to want things but yeah it can be really disappointing when that doesn't doesn't happen it's important that we place our disappointment in the right category. I,
0: I think because our God is a relationship God mm-hmm. that's why I think we are a relationship people. We want other people to agree with us. we want people to you know work together, having fun together and see things eye to eye and that's just not obviously our broken world uh, we are in right now. but I am actually very thankful these days we have so many new people coming into. Our church yeah. from different backgrounds.
2: All the time, praise
0: God for that. So I don't feel like I'm the only Asian anymore, necessarily, oh, sure. for for that matter. And in that part of me, actually, I, I I have somehow a tender part in me to actually see these people help them
2: mm-hmm.
0: make them feel welcome and whether it was our ESL classes and, and all that I can you know somehow support them. I just have that tender part of me. yeah I guess that's come naturally
2: I mean it's the same as what you talked about before you know you receive comfort from God and you are now taking that comfort to help others and God yeah. has taken that experience of negativity and it used it for his glory in your life.
0: Yes yes.
2: well let's keep talking on the positive here Alice what is the greatest encouragement the Lord has blessed you with?
0: I have to go to God's faithfulness. Mm. I'm not really deserve that. Sometimes I think so. It's always I'm in awe how He saved me and bless me. I came here a long time ago, yes, and I learn a lot, yes. But I always feel like I don't deserve it. I'm s- nobody, and yet this great salvation that I got from Him, and whether I'm lost. And he remember he bring me back. And when I'm distant, he make things happen, whether it's good or bad. Tell you honestly, sometimes probably pretty bad. Yet he doesn't give up on me. So it just profoundly. I always think of that. Remind that God is faithful. God is very faithful because one of the song, my favorite song, is "Great Is Thy Faithfulness," mm. and that really brings me home all the time. And again, I need to be reminded over and over again. Another thing that I'm very thankful is family. I can't say enough. Like you said earlier, God bless me, my kids, my husband. Now I'm going to be a grandmother. I mean, when I learned the news, I just went to the song that Jesus' mother, Mary, when she find out that she's going to have a child. And God bless her, saying, I'm nobody, but God, you see in me, is lowly servant. And that's how I feel. Family is very important to me.
2: Alice, if you could write a letter to your 18-year-old self, what would you say?
0: <laughs> that is the most interesting, strange question in this <laughs> whole list. Because, well, there's an 18-year-old like to know after arriving in a strange country, Canada. I was 18. Wow. So you're asking me what, what a letter, right, to send to myself. It was very overwhelming uh, when I came here the first year. So, so many things I learned. I didn't speak much English at all. So that is overwhelming. The whole culture is very different. I have to really get used to that. So, because obviously I'm much older now, and I'm again thankful that where I am right now. So probably something like that God has a plan for me. Even though there are going to be many challenges, just have faith and he will carry me through. Of course, I, it's easy to say, of course, like I said, <laughs> so many years later to sure. say that. Yeah, yeah, it, it was a very, I would say anything is a tricky question
2: Yeah. for me. I think so too. And this last one I think is the most comical of the questions and they're difficult as well. But I'd like to hear what you have to say, Alice. If a movie was to be made about your life, what would the title or the tagline be?
0: Yeah, I had considered these questions a lot, uh, yeah. to tell you. Many of them, I have no problem. Sure. Just, uh, you know, had my notes written down, you know, the, the verses and, and all, yeah. all that. And I would never think, you know, something, a movie. Uh, I'm not a very interesting person. So why would anybody want to make a movie? <laughs> but yes, I think maybe, you know, something like, embrace your life each moment is precious i love that that makes me move forward that makes me always stay in the positive side and no matter how hard how troublesome it is tomorrow's another day and and his mercy is new every morning so if you come to me Right now, we're doing this recording, of course, in the morning. I'm in a very good mood. <laughs> in the evening, I'm tired, usually. And uh, yeah, the day of a lot of things that's burdened and is heavier at evening time. So yeah, I, I think that is the thing. Embrace your life and thank God for every day. Well, Alice,
2: thank you so much for taking the time to sit down with me today and to tell us about your a bit about your story. And I'm so grateful to have spent this last you know four and a half years working with you and to to be learning from your humility and and your encouragement that you always have to offer. And I think more of us could learn from that idea of take more to God and and pray and talk to Him always and appreciate what He has given you, and take each new day one at a
0: time. Right. Uh, well, likewise. I have told you guys, uh, you and Josiah, that, that I'm learning every day from you guys. And I am, to me, very, very beneficial working together with you guys. And in any little way, just rubbing a little bit off from uh, you guys to me, I'm grateful. Thank you so much Thank for this. Thank you so much, Alice. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. We hope you are encouraged and learned something new. Visit org to listen to sermons and for more information.